0: Hi, this is Keith Payne It's CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD... And how CBD can p- support people for, um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders, and improving sleep quality, and also pain, and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits, and we're going to be discussing the pros and cons, and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is Keith Payne, and this is a CBD Perform vlog. Um, I hope you're well today. Now, um, as you know, we've been looking at, in the last um, part of the vlog, um, we've generally been looking at cannabis and cannabinoid research. Um, And today, under that umbrella, we're going to be looking at um, and developing an understanding of pharmacology. Um, Now, pharmacology is the science of how a drug or an active constituent works within the body and it looks at the effects of the drug or um, active constituent. It's useful to have a basic knowledge of pharmacology, especially the terminology, because it'll make understanding research articles a lot easier, and in fact, it's gonna allow us to get a much deeper understanding of what the research has actually revealed. So again, when you're relating that into your own um, CBD uh, you know, background research, perhaps if you're looking at you know, purchasing um, CBD performed products, we actively want you to have that knowledge so that you can see that the products that we supply um, are the highest quality in the market. as Simple as that. Um, and you'll be able to, um, you know, sort of assess that for yourself. And um, you know that will that will be seen to be the case. So there are two branches of pharmacology, um, which you'll often see mentioned in cannabis research articles. Articles. One is pharmacodynamics, which is about how cannabinoids affect the body. Another one is pharmacokinetics which is how the body acts on uh, cannabinoids. So, if we look at the first one, pharmacodynamics. Throughout um, the vlog series, we've acquired lots of knowledge regarding the pharmacodynamics of cannabinoids. Um, You should understand which receptors they bind to and what the therapeutic effects these bindings can potentially elicit. Now, as you know, some plant constituents are known as agonists. When they bind to a receptor, and this means they activate the receptor, You've read about cannabinoids with agonist actions binding to those receptors um, used by endocannabinoids. A a partial agonist is similar, but it doesn't fully activate the receptor mechanism. Some plant constituents are known as antagonists when they bind to a receptor, which means they block the body's usual molecules from binding to the receptor, but don't activate the receptor in any way at all. Um, Some plant constituents act as inverse agonists and their effect is the opposite of an agonist. Protein um, receptors in our nervous system always feature um, a a ligand binding domain which is basically the lock um, into which the key attaches. Be it an endogenous molecule or one of the plant constituents, like a cannabinoid and an um, sorry like a cannabinoid and also an effector domain, and um, which brings about a response to the binding um, that's just occurred. So this response could be the simulation of the next nerve cell in the chain of the inhibition of it. Um, and I I know tropic receptors, ion channels, and um, will either open or close depending on what is bound to the receptor. And a metatropic um, receptors. Um, there will be intracellular cascade of chemicals which may or may not lead to the opening or closing of ion channels. But ultimately this triggering um, or the inhabiting of the flow of ions, the continuation or not of an electric impulse, the release or not of enzymes or other chemical messengers, the reuptake or not of chemicals within a synapse um, can, within the central nervous system, alter how we feel as a person. Um, or what biological processes actually take place. So then move on to pharmacokinetics. So when we introduce a drug or an active constituent such as cannabinoid into our body by way of ingestion, um, so an example would be if you swallowed CBD oil, it undergoes absorption, um, distribution, and also biotransformation before finally being excreted from um, the body. So when we read through cannabis research papers, you might see reference to absorption of cannabinoid. So for example, the, the means, the rate, the magnitude to which it leaves the site where it was administered. Um, the way we administer cannabis or cannabinoid products will influence the absorption of the cannabinoids. Um, if you remember that the ingestion cannabis takes longer for the associated effects to kick in, And smoking it while taking CBD oil sublingually and perhaps under the tongue, um, that will act much faster than a capsule that you would swallow um, with food. Um, In research articles, enteral administration also refers to administration under the tongue, um, which is sublingually. Um, and also rectally. And um, when a drug or an active constituent is administered by any other route, that route is broadly referred to as a um, parenteral route. And um, for example, this could include administration via the lungs or through um, the skin. Higher concentrations of an active constituent are absorbed faster than low concentrations. Another factor which influences absorption is how much blood flows present in the area. So the greater the flow of blood. Uh, blood, the greater the absorption and vice versa. Um, and finally, the surface area is important too. An organ like the lungs has a vast surface area and therefore we see impressive absorption of active constituents. So for example, when a plant is inhaled, consider cannabis being smoked as a joint. Um, the, the distribution of the absorbed drugs and active constituents sees them being moved from the absorption site to the interstatial um, fluids. So those, um, those between the cells and the cellular fluids, so those within the cells. Um, Drug and active constituent distribution is heavily influenced by blood flow. Certain organs in our body receive the lion's share of our blood flow and these um, therefore are the first to receive drugs or active constituents present um, in the blood. So these include the brain, uh, the liver, heart and also the kidneys. Areas such as our skin, our fat stores, our muscles and um, viscera, they take a little longer to receive the active constituents. Um, how fat-soluble a drug or active constituent is also influences its distribution, especially to the brain. Um, if the drug or active constituent is very fat-soluble, it will be easily be delivered to the brain across its permeability um, barriers. Now in terms of um, delivering a drug or active constituents to the brain, um, in addition to its level of fat, solubility, another major influencing factor is its actual size. So the cerebral capillaries have very tight junctions, so therefore smaller molecules have a much better chance of being able to get through. Um, Another factor that influences the distribution of a drug or active constituent is the existence of drug reservoirs. So these are compartments in the body where drugs and active constituents can be stored. So once placed in a reservoir in terms of distribution, it is essentially trapped. However, these reservoirs can release active constituents too. And by doing so, they can prolong the effects of that particular constituent. The plasma um, protein albinum um, and glycoproteins can all bind to an active constituent, thereby rendering it an active um, in terms of further distribution to its target site, and therefore considered one of these reservoirs. Um, the liver, the bones, muscles, bones and fat can also act as a reservoir as well. Um, talking about biotranspiration, um, biotransformation of a drug or active constituent it takes place in primarily um, the liver but also in the kidneys as well, um, skin and digestive system and relates to the changes these make to a molecule altering its effects. Sometimes when the body acts on a drug or active constituent it becomes an um, active The body likes to convert these molecules to a more um, hydrophilic. um, So, for instance, an example would be a water-soluble substance, as this helps the body to excrete them in substance like urine and also sweat. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Um, There are two uh, phases to the biotransformation of a drug or active constituent. So, the first phase. Um, phase one always involves oxidative or hydrolysis um, reactions. Hydrolysis reactions, and um, sometimes after one of these reactions, the molecule undergoes a further reaction to make it more water soluble and poor to aid with the excretion um, and get it out of the body. Um, phase two involves the conj- conjugation reactions: um, ac- acetylation, um, glyco and the sulfation. And these reactions can sometimes enhance the activity of an active constituent. So um, to give you an example, morphine would be one um, where that acts. Usually um, when a drug or an active constituent is ingested, it may go through a first pass metabolism, which often leads to a great percentage of a drug or active drug constituents being biotransformed in this way and rendered an active and less bioavailable. However, in the use case of cannabis and cannabinoids, this first stage of biotransformation actually potentiates the activity of some, some of the cannabinoids, um, cannabinoids, which is helpful. Um, important in the biotransformation process is the cytochrome P450 enzyme, enzyme family, um, which takes part in oxidative and reductive reactions. Um, they are particularly concentrated in the liver. The way plant constituents and drugs influence um, the P450 enzyme family is closely studied because by enhancing them we see an unusually high rate of biotransformation of other drugs um, being concurrently administered or any other plant constituents present. Um, there's a number of potential outcomes as a result of this. Um, drugs are therapeutic plants may be rendered less effective or those which are biotransformed into a harmful substance could be transformed at a greater rate, risking a toxic overload and poisoning. Um, We've already read that CBD may inhabit some of the um, cytochrome P450 enzyme systems um, in previous discussion. Now, the the final stage that drugs and active constituents go through are the processes which get them ready for excretion from the body. So as we know, the body works on such molecules to make them more water-soluble, and therefore they will have a... Uh, they've been primed for excretion. So depending on how the body has acted on the drug or active constituents, it may be eliminated eliminated from the body relatively unchanged or as a metabolite. Um, the routes for excretion are via the lungs, so breathed out in a respiratory water, um, it could be breast milk, feces, and most commonly um, passed out through our urine. A drug or active constituents half life is the time it takes for its concentration in the blood plasma to be reduced by half. Um, The half-life depends upon how quickly it is eliminated from the plasma. Um, Drugs and active constituents with shorter half-lives tend to act rapidly, but wear off quickly too. Drugs and active constituencies with longer half-lives can produce um, prolonged effects. So in terms of uh, this vlog session, um, that covers off, um, the, you know, the, and this is the end of, of that part. In the next lesson, we are going to be looking at undertaking and accessing um, research that's been done. Um, and again, just to reiterate, if you do want any questions um, information on the CBD Perform products please just visit our website which is www.cbdperform.co.uk so it's www.cbdperform.co.uk and but I hope you've understood this aspect of understanding pharmacology and we'll move on into the next part of the blog and we'll look forward to seeing you then thanks so much for listening I hope you found this useful and then we'll see you in the next vlog bye Hi this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening into today's session. really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, and bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep you will find lots of really good information on the website and um, you'll also find our blog there which is really informative and also really useful information about cbd dosages and where to start so the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk and once again thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session so take care for now and um, all the best thank you bye